Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to the Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the Good Brother, the original black man. I am Reek, and this is 2.3 for you motherfuckers, and I'm here to answer some emails. You know what I mean? So we're going to jump right to it. I'm going to start off with my man, B. You know what I mean? This is not Beyonce. I wish. And Beyonce is also not a man, so there's that on that. Anywho. Yo! What up, Reek? My name is B, and I got a question. So, I'm with my girl. We've been together for two years, and I think she might be the one. So I'm meeting some of her family, and she introduces me to her cousin Bree. Also a B, okay? Problem is, I smashed Bree a couple years ago, and I got with my girl, and I didn't know they were cousins. So my question is, should I tell my girl I risk losing her, or just play it cool like the meetup? I'm also scared to tell my. I'm also scared the cousin might tell. What should I do sent from my iPhone? Well, B, you came to the right man. Because I, too, have partaken in some family kitten. And you didn't make any mistakes in this situation. Because when you met Bree a couple years ago, you just saw her as a woman. Maybe she was dressed in scantily clad clothing. And you was like, hey, my penis would look great if it went in there. And uh, she went on to consensually give you some vagina. As years progressed, you then meet her cousin, and then you guys found love. So what has to happen is Bree can't be a hater. Now, B, I don't know what ethnicity you derive from. I don't know what neighborhood you're from. But I'm hoping that you met Bree in an environment where she understands that the game is the game. I mean, she can't out. She can't be out here just being destructive as far as pure love is concerned just because she gave you some vagina five years ago that's not the vibe i'm sure Bree's better than that and i mean and i'm not gonna tell you no lies b you're actually uh sparking some of my memory i've never met a brie who didn't have that fire but if you know brie has that fire i'm pretty sure that brie knows that she has that fire and sometimes when you have that fire you just give it to niggas that deserve it now, I know you're an upstanding citizen of society because you wrote my show. And anybody who focuses on my show is an outstanding citizen. So, here's what I think you should do. I don't think you should tell your girl. And I think that if there's a way that you can maybe hit Bree on the gram and then unsend the message after you send it because real niggas do real things. You can't be leaving the trail. I believe you should IG her, uh, message her, or even if there's a way that you can like pull aside like yo like i really really like your cousin like what we did we did that a few years ago but i don't know if uh your cousin's gonna be cool with you two being eskimo sisters that shit is that's what it's called right when two girls fuck the same guy yeah every every girl's not cool with that so you just gotta tell Bree to hold it down it can be your secret is safe with me i will keep niggas don't know how to harmonize like the good brother so yeah all no brandon or b sorry about that man i'll just say your first name yo all in all brandon i think that you gotta hold it down brother you gotta hold it down you have to hope that she holds it down and true love is always gonna make its way through the bullshit and in this case the bullshit is a girl gave you some vagina a few years ago uh, I don't know. Based on your email, you was very vague, but I'm more than certain that you and Bree aren't cool anymore because 
there's no way you remain cool with somebody and then date their cousin, but you're unknowing that they're cousins. I mean, that doesn't work unless you unless you fucked a uh, Bree in Miami somewhere. And then it was like, oh, that's a little one-off type shit. And I mean, we was in Atlantic City. We was in Miami. We was in Vegas. I met you off the Humble. Then you gave me some kidding on some what, stay, what goes on here stays here. And then a few years later, like, oh, 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 shit. Damn it. Your cousin. Cousin. Oh, no. Nah. Nah, I mean. So you just got to hold it down, B. Nah, I mean. And, um, yeah, man, tell me how that shit goes. But don't say shit. I don't care what. Oh. Take from this piece of advice this. Do not tell your girl that you had sex with her cousin. Because you guys are going to break up. It's going to be in the back of her mind. She's going to have arguments out of nowhere. Nobody can. Nope. There's very few people that have that, that level of maturity. To have understanding that people will be having sex. Because I'm not going to front. There's cousins that I'm extremely close with. And if I have a girl that's my girlfriend. And she gave them niggas some kitten. Even if it was 10 years ago. It is a fucking dub. But I'm also immature, so there's that on that. So let me know how it goes, B. And uh, I'll be here waiting for the email. Let's go to the next one. This comes <laughs> This comes from Mana. And um, this guy is a clown. I shouldn't even take this email serious, but for the sake of satire, I'm going to read it to the people. Hello, Mr. Reek. First time listener. Thank you for taking time to read my question. The content of your podcast leads me to believe I've come to the right place for my question. This is a social acceptance question. With equality among all headlining many media outlets, political correctness is becoming more and more appropriate. As a Caucasian man, I do not have many friends. Oh, I'm sorry. I do have many friends of color. Not only color similar to you, but of all colors. What color am I, Mana? I would like to know. Am I a rich mahogany? Am I a uh, dark chocolate? Am I a tree bark? What fucking color am I, Mana? That you have friends very similar in color to me. And if you think that I'm angry while I'm saying this, I'm not. I just got to pretend to be angry for content. Anywho, my African-American friends frequently drop the N-word, but not normally as a derogatory term, but also as a masculine term of endearment toward a close friend. Obviously, the tone and context have a lot to do with it, but I'm sure you understand that more than me. Now, I'm not the typical white guy asking for permission, as I don't seem it necessary to use it typically... Did I read this wrong? As I don't seem it necessary to use a typically hateful slang word for acceptance. I'm curious on your thoughts for alternatives. Ninja has been a common one, and I feel this has lost its touch. Treading along these lines, how do you feel about the word turtle or turtles to be used as a replacement for the N-word by a non-colored man? Turtle arising from ninja turtles, from ninja, from N, with a whole bunch of asterisks, because N in this email means nigga, because I can say it, and you can. It's short for ninja turtles, who are also... As bad, who are also a badass group of close friends. So calling someone your turtle should portray this. What are your thoughts? Will it catch on? Would you be open to hearing it? Have a good one, my turtle. An interesting and interested listener. So, Mana, here's the thing. 
going to a whole bunch of uh, black people and calling them one of the slowest animals in the animal kingdom is a surefire way to get 17 punches thwarted towards your direction. And since I personally know you, I am incredibly, th- I'm being thoughtful for your safety. I'd be like, yo, what's up, my turtle? They're going to look at you like you have 17 heads on. Uh, Ninja is way too close to nigga. And all it takes is a few uh, Jack Daniel shots. F- and you hear two black men referring to themselves as nigga uh, in an endearing way. And, you know what I mean, five Jack Daniel shots in, that ninja will turn to nigga. And then you're getting uh, brought up town. Now, you're not a black man, and I'm pretty sure you're not familiar with colloquialisms. Being brought up town means getting lifted off of your feet, being thrown in the air, and being uh, thrown down to the ground in an emphatic style. And I don't want you getting slammed, man. I mean, we can't have that. I can't have you getting slammed because in my travels, I'm being the original black man, you're one of the few white men that I actually like. So I can't have this happen to you. So Ninja is out of the question. Turtle is out of the question. I think you should just go with the basics, bro, Brody, my guy. Um, what else we got? Uh, you can even introduce some fam in there. You can put fam in there. If a white man was to call me fam, and I see he knows how to use the word properly and it didn't look forced, I wouldn't feel disrespected by it at all. What else can you use as a white man? Uh, bro, Brody, my guy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, man, uh, slim pickings for you as far as uh, what to call a guy. Uh, you can't say B. Yeah, it was good B. Because I'm pretty sure that you don't have the vocal inflection for it to sound natural. Um, Yeah, man. So all in all, I will go against uh, Ninja. I will go against Turtle and just stick with the basics, man. The basics are here to stay. When you try to deviate from the norm, that's when you're putting yourself in predicaments that I'm sure you're not prepared to be in. Uh, Thanks for writing in. And if you have any more questions in regards to how to communicate or the intercommunication levels of what you can do within yourself and the black community, let me know and I'll be a conduit. Next email. Hey, what's up, Reek? It's Mikey, Didi's boy. Great to hear you back on the airways. Hello, shit's going to be dope with the fire emoji. Uh, yo, Mike, you my guy, bro. Know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate that. And before I go on to the next email, uh, I want to take this time to educate, not only educate, but also enlighten the listeners on what to do when they get too drunk. And I'm going to use you as an example. So one day, me, Didi, Mikey, and a few others, we're in a spot. Uh, I want to say Katra. We're in Manhattan. And, uh, it's a day function, so everybody's in there dressed with their smoothest gear. You know what I mean? We're looking around at the lovely of the lovely ladies, trying to curate a game plan to back some of them. And Mikey, uh, you guys don't know Mikey. He's from he's from Brooklyn, but he moved down to Florida. Now the one thing, and I believe all of us have this friend, we all have the friend that smokes more than he drinks. But Mikey was feeling considerably ambitious uh on this day. And, you know, as we're going there, we're pre-gaming. And I'm saying, everybody has some drink just so we can feel nice and buzzed and righteous when we enter the spot. And as we go into the spot, uh, it's coming to my attention that Mikey also brought some money with him. So I believe that he acquired a bottle of Patron. 
And if you didn't inquire about him, Patron, I believe he continually kept going to the bar for cups of Patron. Now I'm going to Didi, and I'm like, yo, Brody, yo, is a uh, Mikey built like that? So this nigga's, uh, this nigga's drinking more than me, and I drink every fucking day. Nigga Didi's like, yo, I don't know, son. Like this nigga don't even drink like that. And I, I don't know. You, you must be feeling, you must be feeling nice, son. I don't really know. So my guy, this looks like this is gonna be a story. So I'm gonna watch how this pans out. So I vividly remember, I go to the lavatory to release some urine from my body. Wash my hands. Tip a, tip the guy in the bathroom a dollar. I retrieve some mints in the bathroom. Dry my hands off. Come out of the bathroom and I use the paper towel to hold the uh hold the the door or the uh what the fuck the knob, the the extended knob whatever. I I I use the paper towel to grab the extended knob on the motherfucking bathroom. Open up the door. I throw the paper towel away. As I walk out. I see a woman that was incredibly voluptuous. She had incredible calf muscles. She had some hip action. Had lay on y'all. Zay on y'all. Now I mean, had some smooth round breast on the chest. And I was like, hmm, I like that. Go over there to talk to said woman. I'm making her laugh at my dry humor jokes. And I peek over my left shoulder and I see Mikey's down for the count. Now, you might think that I'm skipping a step, but I'm really not. Let's let me tell you what happened to Mikey. He's drinking Patron at a ferocious rate, and he's trying to dance rhythmically to some song that was playing. As he's uh, dancing to said song, you see the fall of Mikey happening right before your eyes. You see like the chemical breakdown of the Patron just taking all of his muscle memory. The man is just he goes from chilling to dancing to whoop. The man slips. Like, oh shit! This nigga just slipped. And there's no water on the floor. What the fuck is wrong? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? This nigga slips. He goes on to lay on the couch in front of the women folk in a drunk disarray. I go to Didi like, yo, someone's up this nigga. Snake Didi's like, I don't know, son. This nigga's wildin'. We go over and give this man some water. And as we give him some water, he comes up with this jolt of energy. Like, oh, my fault, yo, my fault, my fault, my fault. And, I mean, we're like, all right, maybe this nigga's too drunk. He needs to go to the whip. You need to go to the whip? Nah, I don't got to go to the car. Fuck the car, nigga. I'm out here drunk off the throne. I'm like, all right. This nigga continues. And his, uh, how can I put this? In his uh, drunken state. And uh, he continues to fall a number of times to where he just went out for the couch on the couch before we handed him five, 500 cups of water because this nigga was done. So I say that to say, uh, before I go to the next email, that if you are someone that smokes more than they drink, or if you are someone that relatively doesn't have control over how much uh, how much they can intake as far as liquor is concerned, leave the heavy drinking to the big boys, man. Have a cup, have two cups, and I mean, go outside the spot, smoke a spliff, but don't be put in a position to where... You're fucking slipping all over the place with no water on the floor in front of voluptuous women. Because that's not the way. Everybody's player. Alright, we're about 15 minutes here. Um, you guys need a break? Now, I'm aware that you guys are listening to me. And you guys have pause buttons, whatever have you. But this is why I want to implement pause breaks. A lot of times, it's very hard for everyone to focus for half an hour straight. So... You're going to utilize me as background music 
And as I'm giving you this spectacular content, you're not going to hear half of it. You're going to be tweeting. You're going to be on IG. You're going to be talking to a man or a woman. You're going to be ordering food. You're going to be just driving. But I mean, uh, you probably have road rage. You're yelling at someone that's just cut you off. You're not giving me your undivided attention. So to do so, I do filibuster shit like this just to ensure that I have your fucking attention for 30 minutes straight or in uh, segments of 15. You guys ready? Did you have your juice? Did you retrieve your fellatio? All right, awesome. Let's go to the fucking next email. Is that not is that not like the best song ever? Shout out to Burner Boy, man. That fucking song is so dope. All right. This email comes from Jermaine. The podcast was a good listen. Looking forward to more content. Also remind these dudes to cuff their jeans, Reek. Sent from my iPhone. Yes, uh, cuffing jeans is paramount as far as uh, style is concerned. And if you're unfamiliar with my old show or if you're unfamiliar with me and uh, you're relatively new to me and the things that I say, uh, I am spearheading cuffing your jeans. And here's why. It's very, very rare that you guys are getting jeans that are the length of your legs because the cut of jeans, factory-wise, they have to they have to pretty much sell them shits to a good amount of people. Not me. Now, I wear a thirty-six, thirty-two, right? Now, the thing is, if you wear a thirty-six waist, you're pretty much more than likely you're of a certain height, right? So that's the reason why there is a thirty-two length. But the thing is. The people at Levi or the people at G-Star or the people at Rock'em Republic or the people at Nudie or wherever, whatever fucking get my jeans from, they don't know exactly how long my legs are. So what happens is towards the bottom of your sneaker, there's that crumply old homework look that's on top of your sneaker and it looks ridiculous. I mean, it's elongated and... It just doesn't complement your sneaker well as far as like the entirety of the fit. I'm also into things looking linear and streamlined. So the cut of the jean will fluctuate towards the bottom because the jean doesn't know how actual tall you are. Now, unless you're going to um, the cleaners or whatever and you're getting that shit hemmed up, which the majority of you guys aren't. If you just have your shit just loose at the bottom, your sneakers is going to look nuts. The whole outfit is in jeopardy if you don't cuff the jean. You have to cuff the jean so you can adjust it to how actually tall you are so the jean can sit on your sneaker ever so softly to give your overall appeal uh, the thing that it deserves. And the thing that your appeal deserves is jeans that look like they fucking fit and not drowning all over the place. You know what I mean? So, yes, Jermaine. These dudes do have to cuff their jeans because it's very rare that I see someone whose jeans aren't cuffed, whose uh, jeans don't look ridiculous when they're on top of their sneakers. And uh, a lot of you guys have terrible taste in sneakers anyway, but that's another podcast for another day. Let's go to do 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 do. Let's go to Kadra. Kadra. Now I'm gonna. I'm trying to sound this out phonetically. K-E-A-D-R-A-H. Do you guys think that's Kadra? Can we can we come into a collective that K-E-A-D-R-A-H, this woman whose name derives from the Sudan, 
is a uh, Kadra. That's Kadra, right? All right. Hello, with I want to say four O's. Hello, my name is Kadra. Wink, wink. Just wanted to give you a shout out to let you know I'm tuned in. I'm enjoying your commentary. I hope to join the podcast ranks at some point, and to see you doing it gives me hope. Keep it going, young brother. Active listener, Kadra Smiley Face. She said Kadra three times in that email. She's someone who's proud of her name. Oh, there's a two-parter. Also, currently listening to the most recent episode, yo, Jadena is fire with three fire emojis. I have all his music on constant rotation. Listen to his new album. I guarantee you will like it, especially if you like his past joints. She winked at me, or maybe she said that wink to wink at people who also want to listen to the album. I'm incredibly vain, so I'm just going to think that she winked at me. Kadra, I'm happy that you're motherfucking listening. Uh, I appreciate you as a listener that you did. The album is definitely fire. 85. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that shit? God damn. 85, 85 to the 85 South? Is it called 85 South? Let me check. 85. God damn, the last year was 85. I didn't want to have to spell Jadena the whole way through. Jadena. 85 to Africa? 85 to Africa. Yes, yes, 100%. And um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to use this opportunity to be uh, to be frank with you guys. There's been a lot of people that's been hitting me up. And I don't mean like three. I mean a good amount. What I perceive to be a good amount because I'm a sole entity out here. And they're saying to me that, hey, they're, I'm inspiring to them, not only because they see me uh, recording this podcast out of my house, but a lot of people aren't confident enough to go ahead and record themselves speaking for minutes at a time without having to bounce ideas off another person. So if I can offer any type of inspiring words to you, I want to say, if you want to do the show, do the show. If you feel as though you can't find a co-host, if you feel as though you can't find guests, if you feel as though you can't find a studio, really lock in, find what you're going to do, find a rhythm that works for you, and get that fucking podcast done. Because nobody should be shielded from the world. If you feel like you have something to say that will be entertaining to the people that you're going to be speaking to, don't deprive yourself of that. Because you'll be 98 years old. Like, damn, I was speaking to the good brother. This nigga told me to start the show. But I had work in the morning, so I never did it. That shit is not cool. Saying you're working in the morning is dead. Fuck work in the morning. Fuck not having nobody that's going to be on your side. Fuck not having no backing. If the shit is cool, people will gravitate towards it. And I'm speaking to you guys as someone that has no episodes that's cracked over 2,000 listens. I'm speaking to you as someone that doesn't have more than 2,500 followers on either social network. But I'm trying. I mean, and more so that I'm trying... Um, I'm going to push through and I'm going to do this shit my way. I mean, there's no big media house behind me. I haven't been on a show that galvanizes thousands and thousands of views. I mean, when I say thousands, I mean like 100,000, 200,000. I mean, I want to say the biggest show that I've ever been on is so shameless. Shout out to Tahoe, Dodge, and Trom. So, word. I want you guys to always stay focused. And if you feel as though you want to do the fucking podcast... Don't let people deter you like, dude, there's a million podcasts. Do you, do you want to be another drop in the ocean? Yes. I want to be another drop in the fucking ocean. Mind your motherfucking business. I'm named after a fucking queen in Sudan, whatever fuck Kadira means. So word. Or Kadira. Kadira, Kadira, I don't know. All right. Uh, Next one comes from Antony. No H, just Antony. 
I applaud you, Reek, for being a genuine dude and always keeping it 100. Your podcast is a pleasant deviation from a lot of the riffraff that gets posted on the regular. I, myself, because you and yourself might not be the same person, you had to make sure that you told me twice. I, myself, have been thinking about doing a podcast for a couple years, but I haven't, but haven't been able to settle on a good co-host or co-hosts with an S. After hearing your story, going dolo might not be a bad option to start and sprinkling a guest here and there. I mainly want to encourage you to keep on keeping on, and I'll continue to check you out. Well, Anthony, thank you so much, bro. That really means a lot. I mean, I'm just here to inspire the best way that I can. And same thing I told to Kadir or Kadra. If you feel as though that you can't find a co-host, if you feel as though you're not, you don't have that skill to really book guests, Fucking buy some equipment and start recording yourself and see how people like it. If, you know what I mean? And it's all about, what I will say is it's all about your intention. I love podcasting. If five people listened a week, I would do this shit every day. You know what I mean? I don't know where this shit is going to take me, but I'm more than happy to uh to see where this shit goes. But if you get into shit because you feel as though this is going to be a stepping stone to something that's even greater for you. Or if you feel as though that you're a little enough person to where people can listen to you talk for half an hour or an hour or, or however you want to format your show, go ahead, Anthony. I mean, uh, come up with a good uh, name, though. Like, don't you don't introduce yourself as Anthony. I mean, that shit is not cool, man. Anthony, I mean, your mother and father gave you that name, so it's cool in that capacity. But as far as, like, being a personality or being someone that's going to be speaking to the people, you got to get a name that rolls off the tongue. I mean, Anthony, that, it's that hard vowel, the T, T, Anthony. That shit don't roll off the tongue, playboy. So, um, get a good stage name and uh, let me know what your show is called. I mean, I'll, fuck it, I'll promote it on the show. I'll tell people what your name is, Anthony. Same with you, Kadra Gadira, Kadra Gadira. Um... Let me know what the name of your show is, and I'll promote it on my show because we're all in this together. Now, I got a few more emails here, but I'm going to save some for next week. But I'm going to go with Miss Carter. How does one become good at icebreakers? Asking for the masses. Where are we at? All right, so this is going to be the last thing I answer for this week. And, um, man, I'm feeling fucking... I'm feeling inspired, man. I might just release a fucking episode tomorrow. I don't care. So, if I didn't answer you today, more than likely I'll answer you tomorrow. Or next week. One of the two. It depends on how I feel. Speaking of tomorrow, make sure you email me. Um, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com uh, Put in the subject, shooting your shot. And tell me a story of a woman successfully shooting their shot at you. Or as a woman, tell me a story of you shooting your shot at uh whoever you're shooting a shot at, whether it's another woman a cheetah i don't fucking know these days so back to the question how does one become good at icebreakers asking for the masses well one thing you can't do is you can't be timid being timid ain't the vibe i mean the same way dogs and sharks can smell fear people can smell timidness you know what i'm saying so first and foremost i just need to clarify what you mean so i'll go through a different a different amount of variables as to where you would need to um establish an icebreaker if you're starting a new job uh whether you had to move out of state to go somewhere where your job sent you or if you're just someone that's by the work at the post office if you're someone that doesn't want to just be to themselves for eight hours to ten hours a day uh like hey my name is xyz uh what's your name you know i'm new here and i mean i just wanted to meet everybody just to 
get comfortable with my work environment and you'd be surprised everybody's gonna be there with you like oh, okay okay that's dope my name is xyz and then you guys take it from there now i mean there's weirdos and creeps all over the place so stay away from them but i would say use your best judgment to see who you would want to talk to on a regular day basis if you're going to work now if you're at a bar and you're single or you're married and you want to get your creep on i mean it's different for men and women so women can come through with the most bullshit of icebreakers of all time because men are genetically trained to be more interesting to garner your attention so the fact that we got your attention without having to initiate the interestingness is already a plus so if you guys are at a sports bar and you see him looking at at the tv I'm like hey um are you into sports say something that's mad dumb like that and you'll be like oh i don't know um what's what's your favorite team i mean my brother's into sports and then you just take it from there or if you guys are at a lounge or whatever and um you see him chilling whatever uh ask him what he's drinking not because you want to buy him a drink but like hey do you i never really had whiskey before i'm more of like a tequila girl and he'd be like oh word all right now the thing is if you're ugly then no matter how good the icebreaker is you're probably going to be at a disadvantage but um if you deem yourself as attractive and you're trying to either creep or uh just meet some new guys then um i would suggest just saying something that's extremely surface like hey i saw you from across the room i want to come over here and introduce myself my name is miss carter uh not to be confused with beyonce say something that's dumb and not funny and he'll snicker and then he'll probably take over the conversation because that's what men do anyway because it's very rare where you meet women uh as far as being a conversationalist is concerned when they're trying to initiate the vibes as far as meeting someone that they can carry the conversation they can start the conversation but then it's pretty much understood universally that the man has to take take it from there but if you are maybe you're at a conference of some sort and you're looking to network just look at people like hey what's going on this is that like yo what, what brought you here yeah i'm here because this is and that and then you'd be surprised who you know or for someone that you're looking at me like hey what's going on I'm familiar with your work my name is miss carter and i mean i'm into astrophysics just like you blah blah, blah 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 and then it will be up to you it's just confidence you can say just about anything under the sun that's not disrespectful just as long as you say it with confidence the whole time if, you, if your voice starts to lower if you're not maintaining eye contact if you're looking stringent in any regard uh you're gonna be put in a place to where niggas is just gonna dismiss you so confidence not being timid i guess use miss carter to your advantage and then take it from there but as far as the masses is concerned just a uh, surface it's not that deep just say things that are incredibly surface that don't require much thought just to initiate the conversation because initiating a conversation is the ice breaker and that's all you're looking to do with that being said, we're at the 31-minute mark. I want to thank you guys for listening to the email segment. Uh, if I have enough emails between today and tomorrow, I'm going to release a motherfucking episode tomorrow because it's my fucking show. I have the studio right in my house, and I can do this every day if I wanted to. So, But then, but in this particular case, I want to spearhead the problem. I'm actually glad that Ms. Carter said that. A lot of women are terrible at having game. So what I want to do is I want to highlight the women that do have game, so you guys can use that as a prototype to implement that into your own game. And when I say guys, I didn't mean men. I meant women. Sorry about that. So, if you have a story 
of a woman shooting their shot at you and it's succeeding and you're a guy, please email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Or if you are a woman who are, who's very confident in her game and you have stories about shooting your shot at a man and it working out, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. I'm looking forward to the email and the subject line. Please put um, shooting your shot. And uh, we're going to get this education out to the masses, y'all. But until next time, this was 2.3, and I'll holla.